Party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Uh, Sarah Gonzalez, we are looking very red today. Look at us. Uh, we didn't even plan it. We look holiday-ish. We, we do. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I don't know what the Chad holiday Prather is. is Christmas in March. What <laughs> month is it? Is it March? It is still March. I can't get it straight. In the last week, I've said it's April. I've said it's May. Uh, and then I'm like, we're not that far along, I don't think. But right now, it just feels crazy. It does. Everything it, feels crazy. Well, you know what blew my mind the other day was I went, oh, wait, it's only two months into the new presidency. Because mm-hmm. it feels like about yeah. two years. And that dude's already falling down. Yeah. Crazy. I think that's why we can't get the months right is it just feels like it's been so long. Oh, this is going to be a special episode. Sarah Gonzalez, the host of the News and Why It Matters and YouTube Sarah Gonzalez unfiltered great piece the other day, by the way, on uh, on that very topic. And uh, you. you're very welcome. <laughs> I love your passion. I love your face. Thank you. I love the way you say things. <laughs> and uh, it was good. And Thank it's you. Always mixed with the right amount of humor. I appreciate that. Um, you're so you're so good at getting those things done. I'm bad at it these days. Oh, you know, it's it's hard. People don't realize that it's hard. It's very hard to find time. You got to yeah. get it set up and then you have to, you know, put some music to it and edit it. <laughs> I need a full-time person just to handle posting things to my social media. I it's a full-time party job just in itself. Party foul Steve. Party foul Steve. He works cheap. <laughs> but is Okay. The quality of I'm his listening. work is a little oh. cheap as well. well yeah, you uh, get what you Pay for. Yeah, what you pay for. <laughs> but, anyway. but what if but if we paid you more, we'd still It's gonna be the same. <laughs> Lisa Page, Lisa Page made me do it. Her podcast will be back soon. As soon as they get the uh, studio finished uh there in Flood Central yeah. at her house. Yep. Uh people Thanks, Urquhart. let me tell you something. People are still reeling from this snowmageddon out there. Um things we tend to forget, right? That that, mm. that was just a few weeks ago. A lot of people, you, of course, had a flood in the house, um, and a lot of folks still dealing with these things. Yeah. People getting some astronomical power bills that are coming in, uh, and some of the power companies that were out there just wiped the bills clean, uh, which was interesting. There was um, a company that I represent, energyogre.com, here in Texas. They gave their customers $200 just because. Um, out of the kindness of their heart. Did they really? Yeah. I need to check my I account. I know. Right? I was just thinking, like, wow, I had no idea. Yeah. We yeah. use them too. Yeah, they so. were, they're, they're distributing like $200 for a deal like that. They're been, great. They're, they're they, amazing. Yeah. They say, uh, Highly yeah. recommend. Yeah, use use promo code CHAT yes, if you sign up. which we did. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they are amazing, but we'll hush about that. It's great that we live in America because we have free markets. We have capitalism. We have the freedom to go and, and come as we please. We can cross our borders. We can go from one state to the next. Now, we'll see what's going to happen, Sarah, with these vaccine passports, which are going to become a thing. Krispy Kreme Donuts is now offering a donut, a free donut every day if you show your vaccine card. Stop. Yeah, so let's make everybody yes. fat asses yeah. and yeah. increase their comorbidities. Right, because God forbid you use the immune system that God gave you yeah. and, you know, just make sure yeah. to stay healthy, go yeah. get fit. You don't want to do that. You want to rely on the uh, the chemicals that they want to inject yeah. in you. So so let's give everybody diabetes <laughs> from a sugar-glazed donut. Well, they might have, have a diabetes vaccine. Fried dough. <laughs> We're going to have them bring in their non-vaccinated friend to... 
bye. So. I, I mean, it, it's I, this is the kind of thing that the, the logic just truly escapes me on all of this stuff. Uh, we're going to talk about how great it is in America today by comparing ourselves to a whole other country. And we're going to talk about what America could become in the very near days ahead. And it's bleak and it's scary. And let me tell you something, it is literally happening right now. And it has nothing to do, this is not about coronavirus, it's not, maybe it is, maybe it is. Mm-hmm. I get, got some conclusions I could draw. Sarah, we're going to have fun today. Right. By talking about some real sad shit. Well, you okay? have to have fun in the midst of it. Yeah, we're going to do that. Uh, the Puppet Master Mark is driving us into the nether regions of all things south of the border. It sounds actually like that makes sense, finally. <laughs> When you, when you say it like that, yeah. those are the nether regions. Uh, Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, <laughs> sleek and regal. Uh, <laughs> our, our resident Latinx. She really is regal. She is. Look at her. She glows. I know. She just glows. Something about being Latinx. <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> uh, no? <laughs> Yeah. No, oh, we, y'all know. Yeah, we, y'all we got, got the, it. Yeah, yeah, I could see those brown eyes connect from across the room. <laughs> I don't even have brown eyes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, you never thought COVID could cost you your home, but it can because since the pandemic started, cybercrime's up 75%. And by far the most serious cybercrime, you guessed it, home title theft. That's right. Cybercriminals, foreign and domestic, are online right now, and they're after your home. Easier to get than you think. Title documents are kept online. And the thief finds your home's title, forges your signature on a quit claim deed, and files it stating you sold your home to them, and then takes out loans on your home and leaves you in debt. You won't know until late payment or eviction notices arrive. Insurance doesn't cover it. Neither do common identity theft programs. That's why you got to protect your home with Home Title Lock. The instant Home Title Lock detects someone tampering with your home's title, they will shut it down immediately. So go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. Use code RADIO, tell them Glenn Beck sent you, to receive 30 free days of protection. That's code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. We will be right back. Before we get into it, uh, exercise your freedom by coming and seeing us at Round Top, Texas, uh, LaGrange, Texas, what it's close to, Zap Hall. We're going to be down there at the Antiques Week, Antique Week down there. Uh, it's a big party. I don't know if you've ever been to that. I haven't. There. You should go. I love. I just love the name Antique Week. Antique Week. <laughs> that and that might great. not be what they call it, but it ought to be. <laughs> uh, it's a big old party down there, and it's a free ragamuffin show. Me, Steve Helms, and Ben McPherson on the fiddle. I love what you uh, guys are doing. And it's fun. That's we so had a great, great uh, ragamuffins night in Oklahoma last past Friday night. And uh, our new single is out, What Might Have Been. It's so good. And we, we're just having some fun. We're about to go back into the studio, and we're going to record um, Driving My Life Away, Eddie Rabbit's whole song, and the, uh, the um, Only Here for a Little While, the old Billy Dean song, which is, we're just pulling some of that 90s country music back out and harmonizing with it. People say, what's your criteria for picking songs? We have to be able to harmonize. Like, we can't, you can't, like, 
harmonize George Strait songs because they're, they're not harmony songs. They right. showcase George's voice. Yeah. You can't really harmonize Willie Nelson because that's you showcase Willie Nelson's voice, right? So these individuals like that, but if you, these groups like Shenandoah and Dynamite Rio and Little Texas and those kind of deals. We Maybe do. some, y'all could do some of the male, female duo things, I but just do it all male. In, I keep yeah. waiting to be invited it's to love. do one with me. Yeah. Oh, there you go. She <laughs> just, I did. I did debut. Oh, you could be a cupcake to our ragamuffin? <laughs> yeah. Funny. Uh, but we're having fun with it. I want to invite you guys Thursday night to come down uh, Zap Hall. It's it's actually free to get into the show. You have to pay to get into the event uh, to, to go in there and shop and do all that kind of stuff. But uh, free show. And then uh, where are we Friday night? Victoria, Texas? Victoria, Texas. I'm going to be in Brennan, Texas. Brenham, Texas. Brennan, Brennan. 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 Yeah. Brenham, Texas on Friday, shaking hands and kissing babies politicking with the oh. with the uh, gonna be down there pressing the flesh don't spread any covid no we're not but we're gonna be down there uh politicking meeting with the good folks uh in brenham down there for a little just a little political get together gonna go down there a little, a little political powwow yeah, a little powwow um, a little they're having cream. like a that's, county yeah, that's fair where type thing that's where bluebell is live oh. music and stuff mm-hmm. they're having like county fair thing they, they we got all kind it. of meetings yeah, lined up God. uh and then um Anyway, that's got a lot coming up. Watchchad.com has the information and uh, encourage people to get over there. That's where all the fun stuff is. <sighs> that's America. It's America. It is America. It's America. And it's slowly changing. Slowly changing. We're starting to see some things happen. Did you see or did you hear yesterday morning Donald Trump on with Harris Faulkner? I heard about it. Okay. Great little interview. Trump was sharp as attack. Such a vast change from what you hear from Joe Biden, right? And I've never given Trump kudos as a communicator overall just right. because of his ways of saying things. But fantastic what he did. And my biggest takeaway, Lisa, was he said, Joe has got to go down to the border. Got to go down there, spend some time. He said, when I went down, I had an idea for how I wanted the wall to be built. The ICE agents and the Border Patrol showed me where I was wrong and how the wall actually needed to be built. And he said, I learned. He said, I could have built it cheaper. We could have built more of it. We could have gotten more accomplished faster. He said, but they said, that's not going to work. And explained to him why it wasn't going to work. And he said, so we changed our plans. Uh, you won't ever hear the media saying, wow, the president sure was teachable in that moment. He, you know, he really was. But no, he was a dictator putting kids in cages. Now we're in a crisis. They're letting illegals come across the border. We learned on Sunday that they're letting them go into the country, the U.S., without COVID testing. They're just turning them loose. And they're turning them loose without a confirmed court date (laughs) this is bad people this is bad this is not made up it sounds made up like how could we be that lax with our border security but this is what's happening we now have three thousand illegal teenage boys and yeah i purposefully used the the term illegal Mm -hmm. because they're here by breaking the law they're not immigrants they did not come in legally they did not come in here through uh ports of, of of Entry. They did not come through uh, through courts of amnesty. They did not come through uh, the citizenship process. None of that. They came here illegally. They're illegal. They broke the friggin' law. Three thousand of them in Dallas, Texas, for ninety days. 
We have no word what's supposed to happen to them at the end of the 90 days. No one is communicating what's going to happen then. Well, I can tell you what's going to happen then. We talked about it on the show last week. They're going to be turned loose. They're going out in a gen pop. They're going to general population, and they they just will. Mark my word, they will. What are they going to do? They're going to take them back down to the border after they've kept them at the convention center in Dallas, Texas? Well, and we're seven hours from the border. Yakubuyan's also said that from all of his contacts, he had heard that they were not being it's not like they're being barricaded into the convention center. So they should be allowed uh, at some frequency to come and go as they please. So who knows how many of them will even venture back to the convention center if they are allowed to go out and come back. So here's what I would like to do. And I'm I'm going to sometime in the next week or so. I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the convention center. Mm -hmm. I want to see how it is around there. I want to see what the atmosphere is there. I want to see who's on the street. I want to see what kind of security is there. I want to see what's happening. I want to see it with my own eyes. And I want to be able to come back and say on the show, this is what I saw. Maybe nothing. Maybe nothing. Maybe that's just like every normal day in downtown Dallas, uh, which is already not great. (laughs) a, A sight to behold, especially in that part of town. But I want to see. Yeah. I want to see what's going on. Are they coming and going? I mean, what, what's happening? This is 3,000. If they're coming and going, it, it should be very noticeable. Well, yes, but I mean, just the, the the mere fact that we don't have those answers, right. that no one has spelled that out specifically for the citizens, for the residents of that city is a problem in itself. Yeah. Now, we're in a humanitarian crisis. We are. The border is a crisis. Joe Biden has stated, I'll get down there at some point. That, that right there ought to piss people off. He put forward $86 million to put illegals in hotels. Mm-hmm. He awarded, awarded ICE $86 million contract to secure hotel rooms for illegal families. Uh, Immigration and Customs Enforcement uh, handling the growing influx of illegal families crossing into the United States. let's call it $87 million and some change. Uh, The contract through Texas-based nonprofit Endeavors provides 1,239 beds and other necessary services. Forget the fact that we have homeless veterans on the street. Right. Forget the fact that we got a transient problem in Austin, Texas, and most of our cities in Texas. Uh, Families will receive a comprehensive health assessment, including COVID-19 testing. Uh, Jen Psaki, who can't get her hair out of her face, but that's another story. <laughs> Somebody get that girl a banana clip. I can't stand it. <laughs> she I actually, it might be better if her hair it. was in her face. Yeah. Give this girl a banana clip. And some contour. <laughs> and some contour. She's, she's just. <laughs> you can get a hold of, um, you can get a hold of Sarah Gonzalez's new beauty line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she is not, uh, she's not good at her job. She's really not. She's good at her really job. not good at her job, and I feel like that's an understatement. Well, when you compare her to Kaylee McEnany, uh, Sarah Sanders wasn't good at her job, right? I mean, and yeah. Sarah Sanders was good it's at her job. Shoes, hey. Tough shoes to fill. But dang, Kaylee McEnany was ready. Um, Jim Psaki told reporters on Thursday, this past Thursday, White House planned to provide 2.5 million doses of the AstraZeneca COVID nineteen vaccine to Mexico. Okay, great, great. Endeavor President CEO John Allman confirmed the contract with DHS to provide critical services to migrant families, which is a continuation of services we have delivered to the migrant population since 2012. Okay. 
you're a nonprofit receiving federal funding. I have some issues mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. um, that should be pretty self-explanatory. Uh, they will help mi migrant families navigate the U.S. immigration process, including victim services. Great. Therapeutic regiments. Great. Educational resources, mental health care. Endeavor also, Endeavors also offers culturally appropriate trauma-informed child-centered case management, home study, and post-release service for unaccompanied children and their sponsors. And can I just say, that is the role of nonprofit organizations, whether it's the homeless, whether it's these illegals coming in. They're, they're more power to the nonprofit organizations out there who are doing it. Hopefully they're doing it right. Hopefully they're allocating funds correctly because, let's face it, they're coming. Right. They're here. They're not just coming. They're here, and they're in the country, deep into the country. What did I say? We're seven, eight hours from the, from the border. Yes. Takes you a little while to, if you're going to drive. Texas is quite large it's for those who don't quite know. quite large. <laughs> What's the drive from here to El Paso? Like 11 hours? I think it's like 11 or 12 hours. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's a long way. Yeah. It's at least nine to 11 hours. I think it's like 11. Uh, I've never driven it. Refuse. <laughs> Why <laughs> I would refuse. You? Um, around 7,000 migrant families were caught in January. See, you don't catch migrants. You catch illegals. Notice the language. Right, yeah. Compared to nearly 19,000 migrant families in February. Meanwhile, unaccompanied children and single minors caught crossing the southwest border increased from 5,694 in January to 9,297 in February. Some smartass on Twitter said, explain why open borders leads to human trafficking. What? Yeah. And no matter what anybody said, he kept saying, that's not an answer. That's not an answer. And it's like, your question is stupid. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it, it's, it's, it's an apples and oranges question to say, well, open borders would be better for human trafficking because then they wouldn't have to be smuggling people across. Right. They could just come and just go freely. They wouldn't have to do it. It'd be it's a like, lot easier if if banks would just leave their vaults and doors just, open so right. bank robbers can just, I mean, just go in and help yourself. Yes, like, right. Well, then we could all just leave our, our doors open and not lock our houses or our cars and just come and go when you please. Right. I mean, why in the hell why would, have laws? would shutting them? And, and so people are now arguing. They come at me and they say, we don't have open borders. Well, by definition, no, we don't. Right. But... It doesn't matter if in they're practice. still being treated that mm -hmm. way. If it's yep. in practice, then, it's in practice. Yeah. They're coming and going. You you think you think these folks coming up from the southern border? You think they don't know the places to go, how to get across? We've seen the video of the hundreds mm -hmm. in these caravans crossing the river. Yeah, and let me just tell you the semantics game. They are very much playing because the Biden administration was on television this past weekend saying the borders are closed. Oh, but we will let uh, children in unaccompanied. Yeah. I mean, what is and, that and, and other me, than broadcasting? Yeah. They, and let me give what they said exactly. Yeah, please. Loving Thank families. You. Thank you. Who if, send their yes. children to the border. Will be will, cared for. Will, be not, will not be turned away. Yeah. The, the children will be cared for. Loving families. Loving families. How do you know which ones are loving families and which ones are not loving families? Now, now well, you my, have to assume that everyone you, you, is good. Everybody's right? loving, yeah. right? Okay. They're just sending their kids to the border because 
I mean, I'm a loving parent. I tried to send my kids to Mexico, uh, you know, and they were like, no, we don't want them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a semantics game. So if you're saying the border is closed and then saying, but we're also accepting yeah. someone if you fit this category, and then the, the borders are said, not closed. Migrant teenagers are being kept right. at the K. Bailey Hutchinson Center in, uh, in Dallas, Texas. Migrant teenage for 90 days. What does that say? What is that even saying? Yeah. There's too many questions it, that all, are raised. They also don't know if they're even teenagers. No, they don't. They've know. not been properly vetted. And I don't know if you guys understand this, and I've spent a lot of time in Central America and in Mexico. A lot of these guys can be 60 years old and look 30. Yeah. It's the truth. Yeah. I mean, these there dudes could be, age well in the, a lot but of I cases. Mean, there could be young adults who could very easily prey on the actual yeah. children, yeah. the teenagers. When you already have them, we got to take a break because I'm going to get in. We're going to get deep in this. Um, and we're gonna. I'm gonna provide. I'm gonna try to provide some solutions here that are gonna fall on deaf ears. Doesn't matter. Nobody's listening to a guy in a cowboy hat. I'm too white anyway. <laughs> um, but I got some issues I want to. I want to dig into. And you're my resident expert, subject matter Latinx. Okay. <laughs> hey, wearing a face covering, physical distancing, and hand washing are not the only ways that people can protect themselves from COVID-19. Let me tell you what you got to do. Unlike Krispy Kreme giving you a donut every day, you got to have a healthy diet. It's essential to building a strong immune system so that your body is less susceptible to infection. And, uh, and listen, registered dietitians and all of these folks who know what they're talking about, trust me, they're recommending Field of Greens. Packed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables, uh, green tea, ginger, turmeric, beets. It's like having a bunch of fresh vegetables and fruits in a jar. Additionally, Field of Greens can support your heart health, your immune system, metabolism, blood pressure, digestion, pre and probiotic. Uh, it's good for everybody, young, old, even the kids and the athletes in your home. Put a scoop of it in a glass of water, stir it up, drink it, you're done. Go to BrickHouseChad.com. Get 15% off your first order with promo code CHAD. I spell it, Chad, at checkout. This is the easiest and fastest way to start living a healthier life. I've been doing it. I've lost some weight. been feeling great. BrickHouseChad.com. Promo code CHAD. Be right back. All right, so it's coming. What? If I say, Lisa, how would you like to go live in Mexico? I'd say, hell no. I've never even been to Mexico. I've never been to Cancun, <laughs> never vacationed there, never really wanted to, definitely don't want to now. So let me, let me just say that, let's say you take a vacation to Cozumel. Done it many, many times. I, I love going down, go to Cozumel. Diving. I'll go down this summer. We'll do uh, guitars and swim up bars. You can go to the dot com and you can come hang out with us down there for a few days in Mexico. And um, go to Cancun. You can go to Cabo. Love all those places. But let's face it. They built resorts for us Americans to go down there and live under the guise of security and safety and luxury and cuisine and we think, oh, I just love going to Mexico. But they also tell you, don't go don't, down that street. Don't leave the resort. Yes. Don't walk in that neighborhood. The resort, now, which, by the way, is gated. It's may, inclusive for a reason and has 24-7 security. And let me just say, let me just say, I've walked down those streets. Yes. Of course I have. I've gone to those neighborhoods. I've walked in those places. 
Uh, I got an amoeba from one of those places, yeah, actually. I've done and that, almost too. Died, I so. know her. No. Listen, <laughs> that was I, me. In, until you have puked in the shower and shit on the wall at the same time, uh, <laughs> you ain't been to the real Mexico. Uh, I've uh, wow. I've been there. Yeah. You puking in the toilet, shitting on the door. Um, that's... <laughs> in a mexican hospital yeah make sure the the shrimp is cooked um yeah the ceviche mm, pour a little more salt on it let's cure that meat anyway um i've been in these places yeah i spent a lot of time in 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 villages i uh I, oh gosh man honduras guatemala nicaragua places you don't go yeah Just, there's certain areas you don't go i've gone there I, and it's it's interesting too because i've i've done some missionary work yeah. in mexico in the places where we don't go as tourists and people just have no concept in america they of don't. what life is like there um and the fact that we were building cinder block houses and they're like cinder block houses like right. the whole house yeah yes the whole house yeah there's just no uh, no concept and when and when they have things like the the earthquakes or the floods or even volcanoes they i mean those things happen in those floods like i know people who came to america because of the floods in honduras years and years ago and they lost their entire family and there was no infrastructure in those villages to sustain anything like that like you say you build a cinder block Mm -hmm. we'd go down we'd build church buildings or things like that or, or community buildings and we'd build them out of these cement blocks and they were like, wow, it's the strongest building. I mean, yeah. normally the Catholic Church is the strongest building in the villages because the Catholics came in there and spent money to build right. a, a real big stone structure. And those are the only things that get withstood or withstand these storms. Uh, I can remember being in Honduras and you would see these men walking around these villages and they would be missing an arm because machete violence. Mm-hmm. Everybody walks around with a machete. There was a lot of machete violence that was going on and and people just get into a, a, for lack of better terms, a bar fight and whack, there you go. Welcome to the club. Um, (laughs) I mean, it's a bad deal. (laughs) I was right handed. (laughs) (laughs) But you go, you go to Mexico and even in some of the greatest resort towns, you walk down some of these streets and it's not safe, Right. right? Candace and I were talking about uh, get your microphone there, Candace. We we're talking about just to live in Mexico, even the shopping habits. Yeah, you end up having to go to the grocery store at like 1 to 3 a.m. because that's when the cartels aren't out at that point. Like, it's much safer. And even going into the resorts, I know some people who have like timeshares at some of those resorts, and they'll get emails right before their trip saying, we've discovered, you know, heads on the beach and you cannot come because it's just not safe and we can't guarantee your, your safety on our property. Yeah. Heads on the beach. I thought you were going to tell me something that was really scary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is, you talk about these border towns. I mean, border towns have always had a reputation, right? Yeah. Uh, used to be able, you could go down to El Paso, cross over into Juarez, and you, you could go to some of these, and, and you could have a good time. You know, my friend Roger Craig, a Texas musician, he said, you know, the, the best part about uh, 
the worst part about growing up in South Texas, you were never more than a few hours from Mexico. And he said the best part about growing up in South Texas was you were never a few more than a few hours from Mexico. You could go down there and have fun, but you yeah. could also down there, go down there and get in trouble. Right. A lot of trouble. Now you go down there, you can get beheaded. <laughs> so whenever Trump was taken out of context by saying we have murderers and rapists that are coming up here, he wasn't talking about the average quote unquote migrant citizen who was trying to do their best to get into this country and let's face it if i lived there i would be doing my best to get my family into this country as well but by doing your best do you mean going through and doing it the right way okay how much did you say traffickers were making 14 million a day a day Mm -hmm. last month they as much as they made it it equaled out to 14 million a day that's big business y'all $14 $14 million a day. Now, remember, these are poor migrant people that, according to Nancy Pelosi, are leaving Honduras because of climate change and uh, they, they don't have fields to plow anymore. So, which to me is an inherently racist statement mm-hmm. because how dare you say that Hondurans are only good for plowing fields, you piece of garbage? Uh, this, this, is, this is just pure stupidity. And I've said over and over again, if, if you grant amnesty to all of these illegals who are already in the country, they're not going to be mowing your grass and laying your bricks and digging your ditches and cleaning out your septic system. They're going to have amnesty. Now they don't have to hide from the paperwork. They'll go out and get your jobs. Yes. They'll go out and get your jobs. They've already got your jobs. And this idea of saying, well, we Mexicans are doing jobs nobody else wants to do. Simply not true. It's not true. Well, they'll they'll go out and get your jobs or they'll just be more of a drain on the welfare exactly. society. And exactly. That will cost you more as a taxpayer. So, you know, you can go into these villages. I've seen it. Dirt floors. It's, it's tragically impoverished. And you'll have 20 people living in one of these uh, mud houses, yep. mud brick houses. Then you come up here. I, I can remember living in North Alabama. My neighbors behind my house were Hispanic. Probably 28 family members living in one small house. They would just hang a sheet up. It was party time on Sunday, so I tell you that, man. I a little barbacoa and some, uh, and some, yeah, and some music, some Tejano music. We partied, drank some of that soul beer. And uh, we, but they, they would hang a sheet up, and that's how they would create partitions in the house. That's that's that is a culturally accepted norm. They want to deal with everything in cash. They didn't want to, but, but again, they weren't there legally. They weren't there legally. They had to hide behind the places where they didn't have the paperwork, the I nines, and all those kind of things. I like cash. I may be Hispanic. <laughs> you, might, you might be. <laughs> might be. Um, so you people say, well, you know, that's not that's not a racial thing. It's a cultural thing. It's just go to Mexico. You'll see what we're talking about. Uh, spend some time. there. So when Trump said murderers and rapists, he wasn't talking about the average hardworking person that's just trying to give a better life to their family. He was talking about the cartels. Yeah, he's he talking was about talking MS-13. about MS-13. Mm-hmm. He was talking about these folks. And trust me when I tell you, MS-13 is in every state in America. They are far away from our borders. Mm-hmm. When they had a cartel hit a few years ago right there in the town center of South Lake, Texas, in front of the courthouse, when that lawyer got his head blown off sitting there in a parking lot uh, in his whatever Mercedes Lexus Range Rover, and they took a shotgun and blew his head off right there, this cartel hit. Bad bad deal. Um, You know what he could have used? The bear fac. That's right. (laughs) The bear fac. Mike could have saved his life. Uh, 
we got to get into more of that. But just found out the bare fact saved another life, not that lawyer's. Uh, 13 lives and counting. Research found that the average EMS response time, 37 minutes in an emergency time, is critical. People can die in a matter of seconds. Uh, you get the wrong kind of arterial bleed, about 90 seconds you got to live. That's why I recommend every American have a bare fact from Refuge Medical in their home, car, or RV. Handmade in America, the bare fact comes with a North American Rescue Gen 7 cat tourniquet and 27 other life-saving components needed in the event of a gunshot wound or even a simple motor vehicle accident. Guaranteed for life, the bare fact exceeds military specifications for individual first, uh, individual first and kits, first aid and kits, I can't read today, Mark. (laughs) Individual first aid kits used by military personnel in 14 countries. Even better, get trained on how to use these. You can check out the training dates at uh, refugemedical.com. And if you ever use yours to save a life, they'll replace all of the components at no charge to you. Go to refugemedical.com. Get 15% off. Uh, their first aid kits with promo code CHAD. I spell it Chad. Uh, if you've learned anything this year, it's you got to be prepared for anything. RefugeMedical.com. Use promo code Chad. Be right back. Whether it is the cartels or MS-13 or whatever, those are extreme groups. I get that. Traffickers making $14 million a day last month. Coyotes. All of these, these things. That aside, the folks coming here from south of the border, and by the way, it's not just Hispanics. I mean, they did catch, what, 11 Iranians? Iranians, yeah. I don't know if you guys understand uh, wormholes, but apparently that's how you get to Mexico from Iran. (laughs) You know, they're whoop, and they just, uh, you know, they got, we're trying to get beamed up to the starship and wound up in uh, Chihuahua. (laughs) Venga aquí, amigo. You ain't in the wrong place. (laughs) No habla. No habla. Vamanos. Chihuahua. (laughs) that ain't a direct route point a to point b to get to america from iran you don't come through mexico okay and mexico let's just pick on mexico for a minute because you got honduras you got nicaragua you got central america you have ecuador you have all you have all these different other countries but let's just talk about mexico for now so mexico's protecting their southern border Mexico has already come out and said that the United States border policy has been a problem for them because for them. they have too many illegal immigrants yeah. in their country. And let me just tell you, one of the world's largest cities, most populated cities, Mexico City. Mexico City ain't like Juarez. It ain't like uh, uh, South Laredo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, what I mean is it's a big country. It's a big country, a lot of diversity that's there. You can go down and find uh, Mexicans in Mexico City that are blonde-headed and blue-eyed, right? It's, it's, a, it's culturally diverse. So is America. But here's the issue. When these illegals come into America, they, their first and foremost thought is not, we're coming to assimilate into American culture. That is problematic. I know what you're going to say. You just, you white cisgendered males, y'all just want everybody to be just like you. It has nothing to do with race. It has a, not a damn thing to do with it. 
But assimilating as an America, that's why, as governor of Texas, I do intend for uh, high school graduates to have passed this citizenship test before they can graduate. This message is paid for by Chad Prather 2022. <laughs> I'm Chad Prather. I endorse this effing message. That's the deal. <laughs> citizenship test. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if I had my way, everybody would stand up every morning in school and they would say the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. We would still play the national anthem. We would have a ceremony where we raise the flag at the school. We would do all of these different things. We would, we would promote civics and patriotism and in, in, in history and specifically American and Texas history. Um, you know, when I was in seventh grade, I had to take Georgia history. It was a very impactful class. I still remember so much about the state I grew up in which is also the largest state east of the Mississippi River. It is the Empire State of the South, the state of Georgia. God bless you. Uh, Georgia. Anyway, I remember that Georgia history class. Uh, I read Texas history. It's one of my most cherished things of being able to pursue that. I encourage folks to read Brian Kilmeade's book, uh, Sam Houston and the Alamo Avengers. Read that book. It's a great history book about Sam Houston and, and the aftermath of the Alamo. You should be educating yourself. I promise you, people coming across the border aren't reading Brian Kilmeade's book. <laughs> They're not reading about Sam Houston. They're not. They're not discovering oh. the history of the state they're coming into. They're not discovering the history of the country they're coming into, and they're not assimilating. We have an American culture that is under attack. People don't want that anymore. I don't want to, as Lisa said, Lisa said it, I don't want to live in Mexico. Right. But guess where we're about to be living? Little Mexico. Little Mexico. You go to Miami right now. You know what the problem's going on in Miami? Uh, they can't get people off the streets because of spring break. And you know what? You have brown people. I've seen the Lot, video. Lots of Beating fights. the literal shit out of each lots other. Lots of fights. It is riot central. No social distancing, None. By the way. <laughs> None. But, you know... I went to the Stars game the other night, and there was all 17 people in there. Uh, I felt like I was watching a hockey game between the police department and the fire department with Nashville and Dallas playing each other because there was only like 300 people in an arena that holds 45,000. <laughs> I'm in a suite. and it, there were, Anyway, I won't get into all that stuff. But yet, Miami, Miami. Uh, I used to do, talking about mission work, I used to do mission work with uh, a gentleman from Haiti who lived in uh, – Little Haiti, which is, a, which is an area of Miami. His name was uh, DeVille Legrand, the Big Devil is what his name meant. His parents were witch doctors. They named him the Big Devil. Oh. Yeah, DeVille Legrand. And uh, he's gone now. He passed away. Great man. Great man of faith. Worked in the Little Haiti community. So you went down there. You were in Haiti. You weren't in America anymore. Right. You were in Haiti. You go to some of these communities that are already in America. And I'm telling you, the little Havanas, uh, you, you can go to these places. You're not welcome. You're not. I can remember being in certain places where we were under guard and armed protection because you weren't welcome in those places. Now, right now, there are coyotes walking across grandma's front yard in South Texas, bringing people across the border. And you got Beto O'Rourke who's saying, hell yeah, we're coming for your guns. <laughs> Uh, I like grandma to have an AR-15 yeah. and be using iTarget Pro to be proficient with the thing, right? <laughs> yes. George Strait, worth, I don't know how many millions of dollars, George Strait's the king of Texas. King of the world, as far as I'm concerned. He's five foot eight and an asshole, but whatever. He's still George Strait. Uh, his ranch foreman 
uh, got to know him because good friends of mine who were Border Patrol, they were continually calling him to his ranch outside of Laredo because it, they were coming across the river and coming through George's ranch. Now, you would think George Strait would have all the security in the world, mm-hmm. personal and private. No, no, they were getting through and they were trashing the place. They were camping out. They were squatting on his property. They were, you know, camping on the other side of the river and this whole thing. It was a bad deal. So he constantly had Border Patrol agents coming out. Yeah, there's a reason why, I mean, almost I've heard of so many cities, counties, uh, law enforcement, that these places that are at the border, they are all, including the Democratic run cities, saying, please, Joe Biden, you have to do something about this because we're you're it's it's a crisis over here. Yeah. I mean, you don't hear Democrats saying that about another Democrat in power unless it's a real problem. Yeah. So it is a real problem. So if you're ready to live and and, and look, there are people who need to migrate to this country and we welcome them. Yes. I had dinner with my good friend Larry Taunton the other night. He just spent two months in South America. He said, if we could take all of these Venezuelans who are leaving and going, finding exile in Peru and Colombia and places like that, he said, if I could replace the Democrats in America right now with those people and snap my fingers and it happened, I would do it. Mm -hmm. He said, these are hardworking people that love freedom and hate socialism and they work hard. And have you ever, I mean, the most patriotic America loving people I know are all legal immigrants. Immigrants. All legal immigrants who have to do it the right way and they are so thankful for everything that America stands for. They understand it, right? I mean, we were just talking about Yakubuians earlier. Mm -hmm. You're talking about people who don't have to take any sort of history class, don't appreciate the culture, don't appreciate the history. These legal immigrants really had to take the time to get to be here, to get their green cards, to get their citizenship, and they appreciate it more than most actual Americans yeah. that I know. And, and everybody in this room welcomes those people. Yes. We love them. We welcome them. We want them. Uh, I hope you come here, but I hope you come here the right way. That's the thing, because if we continue to allow just anybody unvetted to come here, we're all going to be living in slums. Yes. We're all going to be hiding behind locked doors. We're all going to be cowering in fear, because I'm telling you, that's what they're doing now south of the border. And we're going to have it right here in America. Hang tight. My Border Patrol friends would say we would pick a guy up in Texas and we'd put him on an airplane. We would take him to Arizona, put him across the border there. And they said he within days, he'd be back across the border right there in Texas. So I do believe that we need a border wall, but that's not all, right? We do need uh, more judges. We, need, we, yeah. we have to enforce these court dates. We have to have these, uh, look, we have to take care of these children. They're overrun. 729% to capacity right now in these quote unquote Biden reception centers that where these kids are having to take turns sleeping on a concrete floor. If the images that we're seeing now had happened under Donald Trump, it would be a nightmare. The media would be having a feeding frenzy. Right now, the media is going to choose itself because they're, they don't care. They have to choose themselves. So they're trying to report on it, but they're changing the narrative. It's a bad situation. All I'm saying is, folks, we've got to stop this crisis. We've got to stop it. The Biden administration's got to stop it. The Abbott administration here in Texas, the governors on these border states, got to stop this. Whatever it takes, it's got to happen, or we're going to be living in, in, an, in another country. It's going to be another country.
I wish we had more time to talk about this. Me too. There's a lot. It's a lot. And people who come here with no vested interest. Right. I mean, if, if they're breaking the law to get here, you can't expect them to respect They're not going to respect the law. Yeah. If you broke the law to get here, you're not going to respect the law. I want you guys to go to watchchad.com. And that's where all the fun stuff is. Come see what all we have going on. It's a lot of stuff. And I want you to come see us live. We're having fun on the road. Sarah Gonzalez, Unfiltered. Uh, tune in and watch the news and why it matters. And subscribe to blazetv.com slash chad. Go to shop.blazemedia.com. And uh, we're going to see you guys tomorrow night. We love you. God bless you. Bye.